This is Self-Awareness for Everyone. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, tools for applied guidance for mindfulness, non-toxic positivity, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week, are you perfect being imperfect? Let's face it, perfection, like beauty, is in the eye of the beholder. Nobody's life is perfect. Anybody you see out there who advertises their life as being perfect, whether they're a celebrity, an influencer, a politician, a great big mama jamba, a guru, whoever they are, their life is not perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. But that's not entirely the truth. You see, the truth is that everyone's life is perfectly imperfect. Everyone makes mistakes. And I mean everyone. You, me, the person you know from high school, the people that you knew back in elementary school, the people that you work with, your lovers. Everybody makes mistakes. This is the nature of being human. We all get it wrong. We all make poor choices. We all find ways to hurt ourselves, whether physically, mentally, emotionally, and or spiritually. But conversely, we also all succeed. Everyone succeeds here and there. It doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. We all get it right. We all choose wisely. We all help and heal ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and or spiritually. We all are balanced between the yin and the yang of the good and the bad, of the perfect, of the imperfect, of getting it right, of getting it wrong. It doesn't really matter. The truth is, Everyone is perfectly imperfect. Everyone has their own viewpoints on life, the universe, and everything. As Einstein said, reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. To me, what that means is how I view the world around me from my eyes, from my head, heart, and soul is going to be different from how you view it. And for both of us, it's a form of illusion. It's not quite the same because the truth is that reality is this illusion as we perceive it. There are parts that we all agree on, such as the sky is blue, grass is green, up is the opposite of down, stuff like that. But aside from that, there's very little we actually agree on. There's a great deal that we don't agree on that we see differently. And this is how you get people who you look at and go, wow, how is that guy even breathing? How hasn't he won a Darwin Award? What is the deal with that? The thing of it is, everyone is perfectly imperfect because perfection, like beauty, is in the eye of the beholder. I might look at something and be like, that is the perfect thing. That is the perfect guga. That MacGuffin is, oh, so, mm, chef's kiss, perfect. And you might look at it and be like, that? That's a disaster. How do you think that's perfect? That is a complete mess. That's not perfect. That's garbage. This is why perfection like beauty is in the eye of the beholder and all of us are perfectly imperfect. Because here's the deal. You are a human being. And as a human being, you are perfectly imperfect. You are here for a reason that you might or might not know, and it may very simply be to exist for your 
energetic self at the very core of who you are, the part of you that cannot die, that is not able to be destroyed even when your physical body ceases to work, that part of you may just have come to experience all the things you get to experience by being alive. Everyone has choices, options, decisions, opportunities, and can choose to be empowered. And we live in a society with lots of rules and laws. And on top of that, we have traditions, norms, and things that are tried and true. There are ways and means that we're meant to be. What we see and perceive as perfection changes throughout our lives. We might experience perfection in one way in our 20s that's wholly different from what we see as perfection in our 50s. It all depends on your experience, your environment, what you've done, what you've seen, who you are, who you know. There's so many different things that factor into this. But a lot of this can be looked at from the perspective of what we were like when we were children. Small children, in a special, really young children who really haven't developed their frontal cortex at all, who are just being, they will play with utter passion and abandon. They'll try new things all the time. This is why a small child will be told, don't touch that stovetop because it's hot and you'll burn yourself. And they might very well touch it and burn themselves anyways for the sake of the experience. They're not going to like it. They're going to cry because burns hurt. But they gained an experience by doing so, and they didn't think about how it made them good or bad or perfect or imperfect or whatever. And the world, for children in a special, is just full to overflowing of potential and possibilities and new discoveries and new things to have and do and be. Imagination runs wild. Playing pretend is so much fun because there are no rules and no restrictions, at least not beyond things like, well, don't go play in the middle of traffic. You might get hurt because you will, trust me, and these types of things. But aside from that, the experience of childhood is very, very open. And then, somewhere along the way, we get introduced to these new concepts like winning, losing, competition, right, wrong, morality, amorality, and all the like. Now, all of a sudden, this potential and possibility that was so open and so endless has become curtailed by restrictions, by expectations of others, by rules, by norms, traditions, money, and all sorts of other artifices because when you get right down to it, the various restrictions and ways that things stand against us are based in the artificial. We look to the world from this lens of perfection our society tends to build that is based on I don't know whose perception. And that's part of the problem is that we get caught up in trying to keep up with the Joneses, in trying to measure up to other people, in trying to be someone or something that we're not necessarily because it's all too easy to realize that, well, I guess I'm not good enough, or I need to be richer, or I need to do better with my job, or I need to be able to move faster. Take your pick. We get all of these things that bombard us, especially once we leave childhood, that suddenly we find imperfection everywhere we turn, when in fact, imperfection is generally speaking just made up. It's artificial. It's false. Most things we perceive as 
imperfect are because somebody told you it wasn't perfect, not because you perceive it that way, but somebody else might have. And this is part of the problem we run into when it comes to judging perfect versus imperfect. The best way to approach this is via recognizing self-empowerment. We can all look to our own perfect imperfection and recognize and apply control over the elements of our lives over which we have control. Specifically, active conscious awareness. Via active conscious awareness, you can identify who, what, where, how, why you are. You can know here and now, in the moment, what you're thinking, what and how you're feeling, what your intentions are, and what you are or aren't doing. When you ask yourself these things in the moment, at the moment, you make yourself actively consciously aware. And when you see that you're not where you might desire to be, you can change it. You have that kind of control. A lot of the time, the things we see as being imperfect have nothing to do with us. We don't necessarily think something's imperfect, but we're told it is, or somebody else has claimed that thing X or that Y is imperfect. And before you know it, you're looking at the judgment and perception of somebody else and bringing it onto yourself. And before you know it, you've decided also that that thing that you didn't really care about before is actually imperfect. Again, perfection is in the eye of the beholder, like beauty. What to me is perfect to you might be utterly imperfect. And perfection overall is wildly variable because you know, we all come from different places and we all come from different ideals. No matter what things of that nature we share, our ethics, our morality, our values, that doesn't mean that we're the same because we're not. And because we are all different, even though we have some shared commonalities, it's completely natural to judge perfect versus imperfect very, very differently depending on you versus me versus them. Each and every one of us can look at the world and make choices about what we're doing and how we're doing it. And we can constantly strive for perfection. But the thing is this, more often than not, perfection isn't real. It's not a true goal. It's not something you can actually achieve. And because you keep overanalyzing it and overthinking it and trying again and again to achieve perfection you cause yourself to suffer. Most suffering, as far as I can tell, isn't so much suffering that upsets us, it's the fear of suffering that tends to really hurt. More often than not, we bring up into our mind this concept about how much we're going to suffer, how bad that thing's going to be, how much it's going to hurt mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, or all of the above. But the Fear about what that'll look like is often far, far worse than the actual suffering that we experience. When it comes to trying to create perfection, you can drive yourself absolutely mad because it's entirely possible to never reach perfection. This is why among artists, especially among writers, one of the phrases we use frequently is, done is better than perfect. 
I could go back over and over and retweak anything I've written. I could go back and edit this particular recording over and over and over, and I can keep recording the parts that I don't like. I'm never going to reach a perfect recording, at least not by my standard, or frankly, by anybody else's standard, because what do I know? For all I know, Listening to me ramble on to myself and to you is an imperfect thing. Maybe you don't bother listening to me because of that. Or maybe you listen to this because you're like, you're nuts. I want to hear what you've got to say this time. I, I just don't know. But what we perceive as perfect is going to drive us crazy if we just keep chasing it over and over and over because it's so variable. So this is why embracing the idea of the perfectly imperfect can really go a long way towards making you happier, more content, healthier, and just generally better adjusted to life, the universe, and everything. Mindfulness is key to all of this, and this ties right into self-awareness because everything that we do ties into active conscious awareness, which in practice is mindfulness. The mythical elusive they prefer that people just exist and live mostly subconsciously, and they frequently create this idea of perfection for the world, which should not be questioned. This is the way it should be. This is the way it's always been. It was perfect when it was just like this. Except it's almost never true. Nothing is ever perfect because perfect is variable, and it is something that we all judge differently. So one of the biggest lies that we're constantly being told is, well, if you're not perfect, you're not good enough. This can be incredibly devastating. I know people who've spent a good part of their lives trying to measure up to somebody else's value of perfect. They had to show the perfection when it came to everything they did. If they scored a B, it wasn't good enough. They had to get an A. Well, why'd you fail that. You should have been perfect. And they find themselves being driven crazy by themselves because they're constantly measuring up against this impossible standard. And that's really where it gets ridiculous. We can only do so much to get where we desire to go. And striving for perfection, this elusive non-entity, will make us crazy. We can choose to change our lives. And it's going to have challenges when we do that, and it's going to be open to all kinds of imperfection because no plan is perfect. No path is without its obstacles, its pitfalls, and its problems. Perfection is in the eye of the beholder, and we need to embrace the idea of being imperfect and perfectly imperfect because it gives us room to grow. When we embrace our perfectly imperfect lives, we open a world of potential and possibilities for becoming our reality because we can look at it and go, well, it's not as good as I'd like it to be right now, and I'm not sure what perfect would look like, but I know what I'd like it to become. I know what better than it is now looks like. So working from here, instead of striving for perfection, I'm going to strive to be 1% better tomorrow and 1% better next week and 1% better the week after that. And in time, all these 1% add up. And before you know it, you're 100% better than you were two years ago or whatever your timeline looks like. The point is this. 
when it comes to striving for perfection, you're never going to reach it because perfection is not real. Perfection is a concept that doesn't truly exist, is incredibly variable, and is going to differ depending on you, me, society at large, or what have you. So, that being said, when you choose for yourself, you can live perfectly, imperfectly, and be content. And from there, you can be more self-aware and use that to choose for yourself a life that lights you up and makes you content, happy, and anything that you can be. You get to choose and take control of your life experience. Here is this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. Now, this is something that you might not be able to apply right now, so hold on to this one if you can't. Take something that you've been putting off because you wanted it to be perfect, or you're waiting for the perfect time, or that perfect appropriate moment. Whatever that thing might be, whether it's writing a chapter, creating a poem, building a website, creating a photo album, cleaning a room, or whatever it is, it's time to do that thing. It's time to not just wait for the perfect circumstance. Do it. Don't just think about it. Do whatever that thing is. Clean the room. Write the chapter. Paint the walls. Build the website. Just do it. Because again, done is better than perfect. And almost nothing is written in stone, so if it's not the way you want it when you're done with it, you can most likely go ahead and change it. Remember, perfect is in the eye of the beholder, so waiting for that perfect time, circumstance, or whatever actually turns into procrastination. So whatever that thing is, big or small, important or unimportant, just get it done. Do it. Do that thing that you've been putting off. Do that thing that you've been waiting for perfection to do. Because done and perfectly imperfect is better than not done at all. Once you've done this thing, whatever it is, note how finally getting it done makes you feel and see what that does for your overall self-awareness, self-care, and self-worth. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can go ahead and follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fee Mahoney. She is the creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment to visit her Etsy shop, Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn, at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com. And go check out my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and other fine online retailers. I hope that you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve your life experience as well as that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please, 
Be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste.